What's up, guys? Welcome to the sesh. Today, I got a special guest, Victoria. Tell Hello. everybody who you are and what you do. Hey, guys, I'm Victoria. I am a family nurse practitioner with Drip Fusion and Mobile IV, born and raised in the Valley and here to stay. And so thank you for having me. Absolutely. Today, we, I am getting my first ever IV drip. So can you tell me what to expect? Because I've never done this before. I have no problem with needles. I have no problem with any of that stuff. I like to actually look at it when it's happening. But yeah. tell me what to expect because I've been dehydrated like crazy. I work out in a hot gym and my, my trainer says he loves it. He loves the heat and I hate it. And actually, I hate to work out too, but that, that's a side note. But I've been dehydrated. It's been hot and I, I can't like it's so hot outside. I'm assuming a lot of people are dehydrated. Yes, over 75% of Americans are chronically dehydrated without even knowing it. And so our lab work sometimes cannot um, detect that because it's what's happening in the cell that we try to target when it comes to hydration. Okay. Um, how much water do you drink a day? I would say I drink two mineral waters and also uh, about six to eight bottles of, of water. Okay, and is that... Um, what, spring water, purified water? It's the H-E-B bottle waters. I'm not exactly sure. Purified Okay. Yeah. So purified, you know, a lot of people say I drink a gallon of purified water, but purified water actually strips the minerals that we actually need so that the water from our blood can shoot into our cells and hydrate us. So I've heard that the water industry is like a big old hoax and all that stuff. Like it's, it's a multi-billion dollar thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Is you that wonder, true? Right? Yeah. yeah that's I mean, we wonder what's in it, right? Because even though you drink a lot of water, you still feel tired. And so that's kind of it's a mystery, I guess. So let's get this started. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. So who do we have here today? So Caitlin, registered nurse. Um, she's been with me kind of since the beginning. How many years now, Caitlin? Two years. Two years, yes. Nice. Um, and so today she'll be giving you um, the fitness drip. And so because you work out a lot and you say you don't um, drink, I guess, mineralized water, we're mm -hmm. going to go ahead and infuse electrolytes, which are in the bag. And so you're going to get a big dose of this in one sitting. And what should I feel? A lot of people feel mental clarity. Caitlin, what else do people tell you when you're, you're infusing them? Nice. Yeah. Cause I always have uh, my lips always get real dry. I was like, man, I gotta lick them again. <laughs> so it's, it's annoying. Yes. And so this is actually salt in a bag pretty much. And so that's, that's what we need. Our bodies need salt in order to bring that water from the blood into the cell. And so we're going to give it to you directly. And the difference between IV hydration and just drinking water by mouth is, is big. It's huge. Um, people don't know the difference sometimes. So this actually bypasses your gut. A lot of people take um, pain medications, NSAIDs, um, omeprazole for reflux. And so all that is taking out what you need in your gut. And so we're bypassing that, and it's going to go straight into your cells. Interesting. And, and infuse that Let's hydration. get this started. <laughs> So run me through the process of what you're going to do. Or actually, you run me through the process. Yeah, so she's, um, our nurses actually hang the bag with you, and we prime the tubing. Um, every patient gets their own set of supplies, and so she'll go ahead and start um, the insertion site, and the needle does not stay in. A lot of people are scared of needles, but that's not what stays in. What stays in is the actual tubing. Okay. Um, so it's going to feed the vein and nicely infuse the, the electrolytes. Okay. All right. 
this process start. usually takes about 30 to 45 minutes. And so we do service a lot of busy professionals, attorneys, very well-known attorneys, business owners, people who are always on the go. And so our, our motto here is convenience. And um, you come to the actual place to, to yes. do this. That's awesome. Yes. Like instead of us having to go over there and, and waste 30 minutes and now mm -hmm. it's super convenient. That's what I like about this. That's what's unique. You know, people ask, can we go? And, and some people do come, but, but, um, our specialty is going to you, making okay. it convenient for you so that you can continue working, get hydrated. Um, a lot of people do this every week, every two weeks, every month. We have membership programs where um, you're on a set schedule and we just go to you. So this is like perfect for business owners. Yes, correct. Awesome. All right. And you said, which one am I getting? The hydration IV? We're going to give you hydration along with amino acids, vitamin B vitamins, and um, a little bit of energy. So you might feel a little sting, and that's it. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it? The hard part is over. That's it. Yes. That was easy. Do a lot of people are squeamish about the... No, but actually the only person, my brother, one time I, I gave him an IV, he's like, I just can't, I can't. He's really? sweating, and I'm like, brother, please just breathe, and he put it, he's like, get it out of me. But that's the only person in the three years that, that have ever, <laughs> that's ever happened. I, I can imagine, I mean, there's needle and stuff like that, so I'm assuming a lot of people are squeamish about that. So this yes. will drip for the next 30 minutes, and I'll feel like hydrated for the next few days, or how does that work? Yeah, so depending on your lifestyle, um, people usually feel this pretty much, I mean, People get it every week, and so it just depends on your lifestyle. People, um, the more active you are, the more you're going to consume it. And, you know, these vitamins are water soluble, so your body will grasp what it needs, and okay. the cells will infuse, or the cells will absorb what they need, and then the rest is excreted. And then, okay, it's like through pee. Mm -hmm. So then I'll be peeing a lot for the next few days, which is uh, yeah. actually normal because I already drink a ton of water, so. Yeah, and so actually peeing is good, right? So our kidneys are a filter, so the more our the faster our kidneys are filtering, the, the more toxins are coming out of our body. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Mm -hmm. What do you have going on this weekend? I know you have uh, the Hunters Expo, right? Yes, Texas Hunters Expo. There's over 5,000 people going, and we're going to be having um, energy shots and drips on special and um, electrolyte boxes where you can just pick up and go. There are little electrolyte packets. Mm -hmm. and so, what time is that at? Um, Friday through Sunday. Friday at 5 till 10 and then Saturday and Sunday all day. And a uh, McAllen Convention Center. Yes. Right? Awesome. Yeah, they always do really good stuff out there. Yes, the, the owners of the expo are family friends of mine and so that's why I'm there. Is this the first um, time you've been there? No. No? Well, as a kid I grew up, my, my dad had a booth and now I have a booth there. So okay. it's kind of like a family thing. So what made you get into uh, Ivy Drips? I got COVID um, during the pandemic and I wanted someone to come to my house to give me a vitamin infusion and I didn't find anybody. So I decided, you know what? Um, I'm going to do it. So I just started telling friends and it was just like fire, word of mouth. I would work 13 hours a day by myself for a long time, for about wow. a year, um, just to get everything smoothly going and, and making sure that I had a good process. I got you. And, um, and it was just word of mouth. And I was like, wow, people do need this. You know, someone once told me it's not going to work. And I did it anyway. So. Yeah, well, that's, that's usually the entrepreneurial spirit. Uh, I always yeah. talk about this, like being an entrepreneur is one of the loneliest things in the world. Do you, do you agree with that? Yes. So tell me why, and then I'll tell you why from my, my side. Yeah, so my, uh, my parents were entrepreneurs growing up, and the one thing I did see them is they were always available to me, but it was lonely for them. Um, and for me, you know, everyone sees the, the amazing bags and, and the marketing and how fun it is, but 
not everyone sees the back of the lonely part of the vision yeah. of discipline. Um, being disciplined enough to make sure that everything is running smoothly. You know, you never clock out. Um, yeah. Some people can just go to work and clock out, but we are always innovating. You know, I was a, a, the Valley's original mobile IV service, and now I have, there's other IV services. And so it's just a constant, um, what can I, I do better um, to provide more services for my clients? Yeah. Um, do you find that, that competition is a bad thing? Not at all. <laughs> Actually, it was... It was nice to see that other people were coming down um, because at the end of the day, I love when people say, I feel better. My life has completely changed after these vitamin infusions. A lot of people have had COVID, the long haulers, um, dealing with a lot of anxiety and sleepless nights. And so vitamins are actually good for all that. They're good for sleep. They're good for maintaining your immune system. A lot of people think that we don't take vitamins until we're sick, but I think after COVID, we can realize that you know, we, do, we have to live a preventative lifestyle. Absolutely. We have to go out and, and work out and take our vitamins. Um, and so, yeah, that's... Let's, let's stay on that subject because uh, I, didn't, I didn't find health till I was in my 40s. And I'm 41. So that's like one year ago. Like a year and a half ago, I found fitness. And uh, before, when I was talking with Rob, I was like, well, I don't need it. I don't care. I'm busy. Like I, I was growing my business. So the last thing I wanted to do was take on another few hours of work, working out, and then getting hot and getting sweating and all that stuff, and then having mm -hmm. to deal with that for the long term. Because I noticed that if you stop, all that stuff comes back. Like your weight gain, all that, everything comes back. You lose your muscle really fast. Yep. So I get why people quit, because it's so damn hard. Mm -hmm. uh, you've had a similar journey, right? You've lost, what, 40 pounds, you told me? No, 30. 30 pounds. Yes. That's, that's monumental. Mm -hmm. So tell me about that journey. Yeah, so, you know, everyone keep, tries to keep up with their busy lifestyle of, you know, we have to work, 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 and, and not everyone focuses on our health because at the end of the day, if you are sick, you're going to end up in the hospital. You're going to be in a bed where you can't get up. You can't do it. You, you can't function. And so I decided, um, actually, I was doing videos, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't like the way I look. Um, and I remember just eating a lot during the pandemic. Yeah. I just felt ugly, bloated all the time. And so I said, you know what, it's time. And um, being in the healthcare field, you have to kind of look the part as well. If you're telling others about their health, you should also have that same lifestyle in your life. Yeah, what, what's the hardest part of your health journey? Or what's been the hardest part? Um, I love sweets and so, you know, chocolate and all that. But um, we have magnesium in, these bag in some of these bags and so magnesium deficiency is actually a, um, a, a reason why people have cravings. Hmm. So, you know, I can go get my blood right now and, and the blood's going to say my magnesium level is normal, but because they measure my blood, not so much in the cell. And so our cells need that magnesium. Um, a lot of people suffer from anxiety. And so magnesium deficiency is also linked with that. There's a lot of research out there. Um, so people need to be aware that vitamins are, are very beneficial. Yeah, I started taking vitamins in my 40s. Like this, the one every day, the men's everyday one, the cheap ones from H-E-B, like mm -hmm. they work really good. Uh, staying on the subject of anxiety, I've never had anxiety once in my life. And mm -hmm. the first time I got it was like two weeks ago. And I knew exactly what it stemmed from. So uh, I have a Tesla and I've had it for two years. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time that it stopped working. Like it just not didn't turn on at all. And I was stuck inside it. 
So I didn't realize that I had the emergency door. So I started freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? I started panicking. I started getting all well, weird, right? And then I remembered, oh, I have the, the door handle, the emergency latch. So I opened it up. Wow. And then two weeks later, I was on my way to go film something. And I got anxiety thinking about that exact moment. So I was stuck in traffic. It was so hot. I started getting anxiety wow. and I had to open the door right then and there, like in the middle of traffic, just to, to know that I can get out. Mm-hmm. I'd never experienced that before. I and mean, that's like that's like a, a weird thing to get anxiety from. It's like it's not even I felt like I was going to pass out that day in, in the heat and all that stuff because it gets really hot. Mm-hmm. So that was the first time I had ever experienced anxiety. Have you had anxiety before? I remember one time uh, during my my time in my master's program, I was so stressed out. I was eating so bad, zero vitamins. I probably even had a cold at that time. And the sun was going down and I had all these things to do and I just, I couldn't breathe. And I was like, oh, this is, this is what people experience. Because, you know, and I'm a nurse practitioner and a lot of people complain about anxiety and depression. And it's, it's beyond the thought, it's what's happening in your life. What are you doing? What are your habits? You know, what are you doing for yourself before you do anything for anybody? And yeah, I experienced that. But I knew it was because I was just eating bad and I, I wasn't, I didn't care. I was so stressed out yeah. and your body starts going on overdrive and then your adrenal glands produce this cortisol levels that are, that shoot through the roof. And then you experience this kind of dooming sensation. That's like at the molecular level, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so I've heard it the other way is like, uh, when, when you're experiencing anxiety is that you're living too far in the past or living too far in the future. You're not living in the present. Yeah. Does that have a validity to it? Yeah. I think, um, not that many people know, but four months ago, I completely just surrendered my life to God. And I said, God, in a sense, I had everything, but why do I feel a certain way? Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I just said, you know what, I'm going to stop drinking. I hardly go out. I haven't gone out in, in a while. And I just changed these little things that changed the course of my day, you know, and just it's it's these things, these strongholds um, in our lives that can cause that, you know, even from generational uh, patterns, you know, in our families. You know, I come from a big family of alcoholism. And so, you know, a lot of people drink, right? A lot of people drink coffee. And so all this can cause anxiety. Um, and yeah, that's for another day. But well, what what did you have to like the mindset that you had to have to be able to change that? Because that's that's kind of a big deal. Like like for me in my forties to be able to like, all right, I'm gonna take health seriously. That was a big thing. And for people to make those life choices that are gonna affect the rest of their life, like what mindset did you have to have to be able to go that route? I think when it comes to to changing your life, it's it's one thing. It's a decision you make. A decision to say, okay, there's a problem, and what am I going to do? It's not about patching it up. A lot of people take medication for anxiety, for depression, but God didn't make us that way. You know, we were born to to live a joyful life, and so if you're just patching this up, this problem up, and you're really not getting to the root cause, and you're not making a decision to figure out what's going on, then you're you're never going to be able to experience change in your life. So it's that personal decision. So um, you, you said you, you talked to God or you, you went to the route of God. I as yeah. well, I've, I've always been a huge believer that, that God is out there and I speak to him and I, I have mm-hmm. conversations and, and a lot of people feel like it's kind of stupid. It's dumb. And, and I honestly feel like when I voice those out loud to God, like when I'm by myself, when I tell him all the things that I want to do and achieve, mm-hmm. he'll be able to help me get there. And it's, it's always happened. Like when I, the, so the, it's the word, the word has the power to be able to mold your life. Do you agree? 
Yes, I actually got rid of all my self-help books recently. Um, I just read the straight up Bible. Um, and I don't, I don't speak about God because I'm perfect. I speak about God because I, I was broken and I need God in my life. Um, I, it's funny, you know, I have a business that literally hydrates people, but yet people who are dehydrated spiritually is huge. You know, we need the word, you know, that is living water. Mm -hmm. And so it's just, it's just neat to know that my business does change lives. People do feel better. Uh, I hardly do marketing because people just feel better. Yeah. Um, people ask me, well, how do I know, you know, how much and whatnot? And I said, Hey, go to, you know, go to the testimonies. We have over a hundred testimonies of people just volunteering, you know, yeah. saying how they feel. And so, yeah, it's just, it's interesting that, um, the word has power. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I've kind of always knew that it's just that when I when I talk about it, I feel like it's kind of like the foo foo thing you guys going out in the world. It's like, oh, this guy's a little crazy. But honestly, I like it, it's 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 worked. And like when I write down my goals, too, it's like it's another thing that people think is stupid. Yeah. But I was like, no, like you have to have it. So Parkinson's law to me is when you give yourself a goal and a date. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, Parkinson's law, it happens on that time. So if for two weeks, I'm going to make a goal. I'm going to hit it that, that day. Uh, two years down the line, Parkinson's law, I'm going to do it that day. Uh, I found tremendous success with that and that it works. I don't know why, but it just works. It's, it's the craziest thing in the world. Uh, yeah. Let's go back to entrepreneurship. Um, entrepreneurship. I want to talk about marketing and advertising. This is where I specialize in, and I, I love this part because uh, I found that 10 to 12 million businesses are going to close every single year. That's a staggering number. Have you ever heard that number? Yes, and I've even seen, I think Bed Bath & Beyond just closed. They, were, they had a huge clearance sale. Are you feeling good, by the way? Yeah, I feel good. Okay. Um, and even, I started my business during the pandemic, and right now we're, we're still in recession, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah, and my business is still going well, even without marketing, but... Um, you know, there's entrepreneur goals, right? If you if you want to hit a certain goal, you have to put in the work. Absolutely. So what's your goal? Uh, my goal is for everyone to get hydrated all the time. <laughs> I, um, I can I can taste the vitamins, I think. Mm -hmm. Or is that the smell? Yeah, it's both. Okay. Yeah, so that's how direct this is. Uh, we save a lot of emergency room visits. We, we are not only part of wellness, but we're also part of saving clients money. You know, let's say they have to go to the office and they're just not feeling well, but they don't want to wait in the urgent care for two hours to get seen. Um, we, we conveniently can go to you and hydrate you and, and make you feel better. So who is this perfect for? So it falls into every lifestyle, uh, busy professionals, um, you know, people who have long nights out, want to get hydrated the next day. Um, so if they had a long night out and they, they have the IV drip in the morning, when do they start feeling good? Some people feel immediately better, right? Wow. Mm -hmm. Or a few hours. Um, just depends on how their, how their body processes it. And what's your number one seller? The, would we, the Myers. The Myers. So what's that? So Dr. Myers actually invented this whole cocktail vitamin infusion um, early in his age. And he decided, you know, a lot of people had pain. A lot of people were going through a lot. And he decided to create, you know, vitamins, vitamin infusions, and people started feeling better. Um, and so the Myers strip has the B vitamins, magnesium, zinc, B12. A lot of people lack B12 because of what we eat, you know. As we know, a lot of people eat processed foods, mm -hmm. don't supplement correctly. And so that's our, our number one seller. 
Nice. And uh, I'm getting the which one? The sports one? The fitness strip. And so fitness. we do have a lot of people who work out a lot, competitions. They want to hydrate before or after. A lot of people cramp during their competitions. And so, you know, they get hydrated before. Is this going to give me some super strength tomorrow when I'm lifting some weights? <laughs> yes, we've heard <laughs> nice. that before. Yeah. Really? You, you have one of the best workouts um after hydration awesome i can't wait yeah because <laughs> i i actually i hate to work out but i enjoy the results yeah so that's the only thing that keeps me going back to the gym is the results and it's such a tedious process you have to lift heavy ass weights and you got to do it again and then you got to lift heavier weights and then you got to keep doing it forever so what was your story of, did, did you see a provider that changed your mindset? Was it a personal decision? Or? It was a personal decision. I think when, when I was going through COVID, uh, I was a huge alcoholic. I was drinking every single day. And, wow. and then I was finding an excuse to barbecue like in the afternoon and then start drinking. Mm -hmm. And that happened for a long time. And I just, I was like, you know what? Uh, it kept going and going and going. And then I had a podcast with our trainer and Rob was like, well, let's see if he'll train us. We're 40 years old. So he was like, uh, I don't want to, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, we just ended up going, and I never stopped going back. Wow. So then from there, I learned discipline. So I kept going three times a week, every single week for the past year and a half. And I learned discipline through that. Like, that's the only way you can get discipline is if you do it so long, it just becomes a part of your life. But the, that's a problem with discipline. It takes so damn long. Yeah. So I kept going and then I started experimenting with different diets and stuff like that. So I, I figured out how to eat. It's, isn't it crazy that I learned at 40 years old how to eat properly? Wow. It's the weirdest thing in the world. To me. And would you see a physician for your wellness checkups before that? No, I didn't. Uh, so I really didn't know if I was pre-diabetic or anything like that. I mean, I would get tired during the day. I get fatigued and stuff and I wouldn't watch what I eat. So I just eat whatever I wanted, but I felt like uh, lethargic and all that stuff. So I would mm. assume maybe I was pre-diabetic. Yeah. A lot of people are diabetic without even knowing it. A lot of people are chronically dehydrated without even knowing it. And they go to their provider's office and because they're so busy, you know, five, 10 minutes with a patient is impossible to, to understand what is really going on. Um, I love to educate clients. Even I, I'm not seeing clients right now, but um, even through these bags, people tell me stories. You know, I didn't know um, I was going through this. I have one client who gets IV hydration because they were about to send him to a kidney specialist because his GFR, which is your filtration rate, was very low. The lower it is, your filter starts to slow. And that's why people go to dialysis because they need mm. to remove those toxins, the buildup. And so he said, you know what, let me just give it a shot to drink more water. And so the GFR actually went up and he, he doesn't have to go see the kidney specialist. Um, so that's huge. You know, hydration is a big part of, of the importance of your health. You know, our organs need hydration in order to properly function. Does it have anything to do with like kidney stones? Because Rob was, uh, my business partner was mm -hmm. telling me that he just, uh, he peed out some kidney stones and stuff like that. So it was like one of the most painful things in the world. So kind of touch on that because I think there's yes. a lot of people that have that. Where do you get that from, first of all? Different reasons. It could be um, genetic. It could also be due to dehydration. Um, kidney stones, gout. Gout is also huge. Gout is also very painful. How do you get gout? Gout is also um, lifestyle, a lot of red meat, alcohol, lack of water intake. So gout attacks, The one of the first things is we need to get you hydrated. Um, and so, you know, these little crystals settle down into that part of your body and it causes that pain. Yeah. But kidney stones, we get a lot of 
women especially that have history of kidney stones that want to hydrate on a regular basis because they know if they don't, um, they're more prone to getting a, a kidney stone. So if you get an IV drip, uh, it'll break them up or how does that work? No, it's just the, the effect of hydration is beneficial to to lower the risk of kidney stones. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Rob, Rob was telling me the story and I was like, ah, oh, dude, like, mm -hmm. please don't. <laughs> and he was telling me that it's coming from uh, like high protein diets and like I am on a high protein diet. So yeah. like, what is the ideal diet that somebody should be having? Because I mean, you hear something that carbs are evil I and know. too much protein is evil. It's like too much fat is evil. It's like, what, what, do, what do you do? Like, who do you listen to? Where do you go for advice? Like, what, what does that look like? Yeah, that's very, that's a tough question. Um, at the end of the day, I don't like to teach restriction. I personally, I wouldn't have been able to lose weight if I was in a restricted type of diet. I think it's just being more mindful of what you're eating because I think the brain shuts down and won't follow through with restriction. Like if I tell you, okay, you can't eat this, this, this. Right. Um, but at the end of the day, it's just in moderation. Um, what is it about moderation that, that most people won't do? You know, it's like, oh, the doctor said one glass of wine. And, you know, so people think, oh, okay, well, one big glass of wine. You know, moderation is huge when it comes to changing your lifestyle um, with anything. You can't have excess of too much. But then again, it's like, how do you even know what's too much? Right. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it just depends. I, I always tell people, listen to your body. Because people ask me, how often can I get a drip? And I said, listen to your body. You know, just like you go get a massage, you know, you listen to your body. Um, listening to your body is huge. Everybody is different. I don't believe in like restriction of keto or macro. Uh, you know, it's just, I know that too much salt, you know, fried processed foods are, will cause destruction over, over your time. But, um, I don't believe in like restricting. Um, I would say that, that those kind of foods kind of like, like hinder your ability to feel your body. Like, uh, because it took me like a year to figure out like, Oh, that's what's going on in my body. I feel that mm -hmm. for the first time ever, I'm listening to my body. I feel when I'm sore now that I can't do this the next day or, or I feel yeah. like I've eaten too much. All right, let me cut back the next day. But I, through the clarity of diet and exercise, that's when I found that. Have you found something similar? Yes. When I started losing weight, I was eliminating stuff. So processed foods. Um, I used to have a lot of knee pain. I'm like, oh my gosh, God, I'm too young for knee pain. But as soon as I started eliminating dairy, processed foods, uh, fried, well, yeah, fried foods. All the good stuff. I started <laughs> realizing, wow, my pain went away. And I think a lot of people live with pain because of what they're eating. You know, we get a lot of fibromyalgia patients, um, a lot of doctors do refer them to us because vitamins are beneficial They're, you know, they help with inflammation, they help with pain, but I always tell them, you know, it, this is not a cure. Um, this is, I think my business is actually a light to people to kind of realize where they're at with their health because yeah, a bag is, is good for such a short time, but what is it truly that you're doing? Right. Um, and so I started realizing that my pain, my knee pain went away. My face got clear. I used to have a lot of acne. And I said, wow, it's, it is actually what you eat. I was able to experience it personally. Yeah. And then it kind of clicked like, okay, I wasn't ever restricting anything like protein or, you know, if we want to talk about bodybuilding, yeah, there, there's certain things you have to do, but longevity, living an optimal life is living a life with no restrictions, but being more mindful. Yeah. And I think yeah. the first time I, I really dived into that was when we were trying to uh, help a hundred thousand people and we, we built a hundred thousand strong.org 
And it was to help 100,000 people in the Rio Grande Valley fight obesity because in McAllen or in the surrounding cities, it is the most obese city in the nation. Mm. How does that make you feel? Like there's work to do. A ton of work. Yeah, um, I think I told you that uh, I've been working behind the scenes with Albert Sauce on, yeah. on pressing in on a program, but it, it takes a village, right? So yeah. um, I'm just, it kind of makes me sad because people go to their provider and they're still obese, you know, it goes back to mental health all the time, every single time. Um, you know, when I was a little bit fluffier, I didn't feel more, I didn't feel confident. And so people, it's a mental health that we're dealing with, not so much the obesity part. And I think that's where we miss it. I think traditional medicine, we have a lot of work to do in that sense. Well, let me ask you this, how do we fix it? By getting to work, by doing a program, you know, with, with no restrictions and, and more focusing on the root cause of, of, yeah, okay, you're overweight, let's, let's erase that and let's focus on how you're doing mentally and what can we do so that you're motivated, right? Because people need motivation. Mm -hmm. it's, it's not about, you know, just jumping in and out of a clinic and saying, here you go, here's an Ozempic shot. Um, because a lot of people that are doing these injections, you know, um, I don't know. I don't know about that. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Because uh, it, it's an interesting thing because I found that going through the year and a half of journey that I've been on for health and, and lifting weights and stuff like that, it's a tedious process. And I, you have to do it every single week. I have to watch everything that I eat. I count every single calorie. And instead, yeah. I could just get a shot. Yeah. Like, Wait, what, you what do you, that? No, no, I don't. Oh. But I'm saying instead, I could just get a shot. Yeah, I think in order to gain real results you have to put in the work it's real sacrifice you know i've never been about here's a shot i could i could be selling this weight loss shot and make a lot of money yeah. but because that, that's not my belief my belief is is living a holistic life where we're getting to the real problem and and not being afraid to get there i think a lot of people are afraid to turn to their problem and to turn back and say, okay, I'm living in denial. Like what, what really is going on with me? Yeah. You know, and that's why I don't work in traditional medicine right now because it's hard. I feel limited to sit with somebody for 10 minutes and try to change your mindset. Yeah. Like it's impossible. So if you were to tell somebody like, uh, cause I, I noticed when I lost a, a lot of weight, we used to weigh 250 pounds and I got down to oh, wow. 186 and then I started gaining weight like properly. Um, and I found when I got there, I was real preachy about it. Like I was saying, this is the best thing in the world. You got to do this. You got to try this, and especially to men. And it boosted my testosterone. It boosted everything about being a man. And mm -hmm. I was being like, all right, man, 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 like that to everybody. And people didn't like it. Like they were turned off by it. And I felt like, man, this is such a good thing. Like in my life, why are people reacting this way? Well, people don't like to be preached to, I feel. Yeah. And it's, it's the hardest thing in the world because I felt like it changed my life. Yeah. Like, you should listen. I know. What, 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 what have you experienced like that? I mean, it's true. People don't want to, we don't want to be told what to do. Like, I remember seeing an 80-year-old man at the clinic and he's like, I mean, that, like, you know, I'm already 80 years old. Like, don't tell me what to do. In other, in other words, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. But okay, let's look at your life. Are you happy? right? Do you like the way you're living? Are you feeling okay? You know, tell me how you feel. Oh, well, I have pain. Okay, well, so then we have to make these changes, right? And so I think pointing, the, pointing out to the problem and then seeing how we can eliminate that problem versus saying you have to do this because nobody wants to hear that. Yeah, no, right? nobody ever wants to hear that. People want, 
you know, they go to their providers for answers, and sometimes the answer is just a pill, like, hey, here you go, and take it forever. But, you know, our kidneys and our liver over time, you know, all these pills that we're taking, you know, what is it going to be like 10 years from now? Yeah. When you can actually just focus on the problem and, and really tell yourself, like, what can I do? Yeah. You know? But again, it, it takes discipline, um, going back to discipline. So, um, you know, people that have strokes, they, they were fine this whole time and then they have a stroke and they, they're bedridden, right? And so I think it, it's just a personal decision. You can't force people to do something, but you can make them realize, okay, what's going on in your life? Kind yeah. of analyzing their life. Yeah, through education and information. I think that's one of the things is uh, you pay an, an ignorance tax for not knowing the things that you should know. And I, I feel like the Albert Sloss taught me that. Yeah. Like, huge shout out to Albert because he's a he's a huge mentor of mine. Like yes, we chat Albert, all the time. Thank you. Yeah, I, I usually use his program. Yeah. So Albert did teach me a lot, not only um, how to lose weight, but how to lose weight um, without restrictions yeah. and living a, a life that that you're proud of and that you just you wake up and and you're able to be a light to others. You know. Yeah, and we, me and him always chat about, like, our Facebook ads. Like, we're always super geeks about it. Like, check this out. Dude, no, check this out. Like, he's very smart. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's super smart. Right? He's one of the coolest guys I know. Um, yes. Jumping on that same topic about health again, uh, what is it about that, specifically the health thing, that people won't do, especially here in the Valley? Like, I'm sure you've met a lot of people through your industry, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what is the number one thing that they say? Like, why won't they do it? Why won't they take their health in order? I think the lack of education, culture is huge, culture. So uh, my mom comes from Mexico, and so everyone in Mexico eats tacos and everything is good, right? Not because they, they don't care about their health, but because the lack of education. I think culture is huge. So if you have a family that does carne asadas every day, mm -hmm. right, you're used to that. Um, I found health because of my education, and I saw the the destruction it can cause to someone and that kind of shifted my mentality because i could be living my life eating the way my parents and my grandparents ate mm -hmm. but i would be totally different right now yeah um so i think the lack of education and cultural differences is is makes a huge impact on the way people live and their food choices and their lifestyle yeah and i think well, it was time for me uh specifically the time frame because uh mm -hmm. 41 my grandfather's 93 so if i get to live that long that means that i have a finite amount of time to do the things that i'm going to do in this life yeah. and i want it to have i want to have the best body possible to get me mm -hmm. through that journey so uh when i went to my trainer it was like super selfish like dude i'm only interested in aesthetics like that's all i told him was like i only want aesthetics He's like, all right, whatever, fine. But the, with aesthetics, it comes the health part too. So it's a byproduct of all that stuff. So I feel stronger as a man. I feel I feel able, and I I feel like a lot of men don't feel able. Do you yeah. do you find that in your industry? Like yes, a the lot of people ask. You know, um, do you have anything for you know for sex drive, or do you have anything you know to feel more manly? But at the end of the day, it starts with your 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 choices, your your very minor choices that that impact your life, you know? Um, so t touch on some of those, those impacts that, what, what are some of those things that impact people's lives? So I think if you, you know, when I talk to patient or when I talk to a person and, and I ask them, how do you, how are you feeling? And they're like, well, I feel okay. I feel unmotivated. 
I'm like, okay, let's close your eyes and picture yourself and tell me how, like if I could give you everything to make you feel better, tell me what you want to feel. And just them talking about that, like I want to feel happy, I envision myself energized and motivated, then it puts it into perspective like, okay, there's room for, for change. But I think that they have to feel and they have to put it, put themselves in that mindset of, okay, I feel like this. How am I going to feel like this? Yeah. You know, how, how am I going to feel the way I want to feel? And I feel like a lot of people never voice those uh, opinions out loud. So having those conversations with people that have gone through it or are, are skilled in that mm -hmm. helps it come out a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people feel like they're burdened sometimes. Um, like, oh, I'm not going to tell my provider how I feel because I know they're busy. Or, you know, I don't want to speak out because I'm scared or, you know, fear. I think fear, fear is the enemy. Fear is a liar. Yeah. Um, and so sometimes people don't want to face their fears, face their, their inner demons, as they say, right? Yeah. Um, but it takes people like, like us, you know, people who have gone through, through things in order to help them see the light. No, no, you're absolutely right, because I feel like uh, when when I talk to Rob, I, I've never had any brother like mm -hmm. figure or anything like that. So he's become my best friend over the years. And we chat all the time. We talk about some deep things. We talk about life. We talk about we have deep conversations about yeah. God, about every everything that's out there, everything that anybody has ever talked about. We chat about and we have such a deep relationship because we share that like we mm -hmm. actually have conversations and we take the time to think. I think a lot of people just don't think. And they just act and they just go out and they just go about their day on autopilot every single day, not actually thinking about the things that they're doing or where they're going to be in the next few years. And that's why I, I always go back to goals. Like goals sounds so cheesy, but it works. And I feel like everybody should have goals. And the people that don't have goals, it's just going through life and figuring like, okay, well, I'm just going to go here. I'm just going to go here. I'm just going to go here. And they never end up anywhere. Yeah, I, I think that's huge. So yeah, goals. Um, I think a two-week goal, like you mentioned earlier, is huge. Like that two-week mark, there's something about two weeks, right? Because um, fear fear happens when you think of a year from now. You're like, okay, you know, that's too much, right? So two week, a two-week thing. I think there's like some type of theory on doing something every day for so long. It becomes a habit. Yeah. You know, like the Bible says, um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Right. And I, it, it all goes back to mindset. You know, where where is your mindset? Where are your priorities, your values? Who are you surrounding yourself with? Um, because that's evidently going to going to show the fruit that you're giving in your life and your family and others. Yeah, you have you have a growth mindset there. So there's only two types of mindsets out there, which is one is a fixed mindset and the other one's a growth mindset. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people are stuck in the fixed mindset because they never experienced a growth mindset or something tragic in their life has happened that kept them at that fixed thing. And the words that are associated with that, the fixed mindset is like, Things have always been like this and they're always going to stay like this and they're never going to change. And that's the fixed mindset. Instead of saying like, there's room for improvement. I can do this little incremental things. If I think about a year from now, my diet could be different. Like those type of words are, mm -hmm. is a growth mindset. Um, what do you see as, as far as your business wise growing in the next few years? Uh, my business, I had no idea that it would be growing the way it well, I started out just because it, from a personal need. And then I said, you know what, let me do this. I, I love people. I love when people feel good. And I felt limited in the clinic because I was, I needed to give them a pill and I would see them, you know, three months. 
Um, and I don't, I don't believe in, in, in that. Is that how like the healthcare method? system is? Because I, I, I talked to a buddy of mine, Michael Menchaca and he's a, Oh yeah. He's a friend. Yeah, he's a good, yeah. he's a good guy. He, he's, his goal is to help uh, as many people with direct care. Yeah. And uh, a super admirable goal. And his, him and his wife are such the coolest people in the world. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're such sweethearts. They know a lot of about a lot about the medicine world and stuff like that. But um, I found through him was like his goal is to help as many people and help them with preventative medicine. That way they can last a long haul instead of just give them a pill and then bye. We'll see you next month. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, people, another thing, accountability. Accountability is huge. So if, pe- if we're seeing pe- patients just once and then in two, two, mo- two, three months, we see them again for lab work, um, where's the accountability? You know, in order to break a habit, people need, it's like I grew up being an athlete. I had, my coach was on me, you know, you have to jump this way or, you know, having someone else's eyes on you to encourage you to motivate you and i think you know even in the united states we're one of the i think the biggest broken healthcare systems in the world i mean we have so many resources what's what's the issue and i think it's the accountability accountability part of being there for a client one-on-one and i think it takes a village when you say you know what are you going to do about it it does take a village i you know steve martinez from restore wellness michael menchaca albert you know just all these people that that know the other side of medicine, um, because medicine is great when when there's life threatening situations. I yeah. believe in that, but when it comes to lifestyle and breaking um, barriers of mental health uh, that causes obesity, that causes anxiety, that causes depression, it takes a different approach. So to, the, everything to that. that we're doing right now is for the longevity part, because I, I found that uh, I was into a podcast the other day that they, there's two types of medicine. And there's two ways to save lives, which is uh, if you get in a car crash, they can give you some medicine right then and there and that pops you back up. Yes. The other side is they haven't figured out how to heal like uh, strokes or stuff like that. So yeah. kind of, can you kind of touch on that? Yeah, so you're right. Um, that, uh, that second part that you're saying about longevity, um, it, it is a, an approach of longevity. And how do you do that? It's by everyday habits. It's what you're doing every single day in your life so that you don't get a stroke so that you don't get a heart attack so that you don't end up in dialysis. My grandmother was in dialysis for seven years. She said no more. Um, But I think if she were to have met someone that really sat down with her and took the time to say, hey, this is, you have diabetes. Um, Let's correct these small changes. I think it would have, it would have prevented her from getting to that point. The lack of education. Yeah. And I think also uh, my, my uncle has been uh, getting dialysis for the past maybe three, four weeks already. Mm. And his health is deteriorating horribly. But when he goes back home, he's still eating the same exact things. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like a lot of people are just stuck in that same mode. Like I'm, I'm used to this. I'm going to do this because I'm already kind of old. So it doesn't even matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you see that in your end? Yeah. Um, people, in order for people to change, they need to feel encouraged. They need to feel motivated. So it takes someone to infuse that light into them and say, hey, you know what, this is where you are. This is where you want to be. And let's help you get there. You know, IV infusions have been going on for, for a long time. Big cities have these amazing anti-aging clinics where people go to that. And a lot of, you know, sometimes I get backlash. Well, you know, how do you know what vitamins they need? Well, in all honesty, when I, when we go get our blood work, we measure the things that are in the substances that are inside our blood, not inside our cells. So technically, how accurate is that? You know, there's room for questioning, right? So this is a maintenance dose. And so just 
symptom-based treatment is is what a lot of people focus on, like prevent, preventative providers, you know, Michael Menchaca and all them. Um, it's symptom-based. How are you feeling? Because how you feel is not going to be the same way the other person feels. You you might have the same condition, right? Right. So it's always about how the person feels. It's always about listening to your body, um, and it's never the same treatment. You know, healthcare right now is very cookie cutter. Like here here's this pill. You know, this is the way it's going to be, and that's it. Yeah. But in reality, that I mean, it's obvious. I mean, is it working? Mm. Um, yeah. You know, why why isn't why is there so much obesity? Why is there so much diabetes? You know, dialysis centers popping up every everywhere, yeah. right? So the question is, you know, is it working? Yeah, and that's answer is no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I heard a story, a heartbreaking story yesterday that uh, an elderly couple took their lives because. Did you hear that? Yes, I so just got chills. What, what do you feel about that? Because I feel like, man, like our, our health care system is failing. Like these two people took their lives because they couldn't get access to health care. Yeah. So touch on that. See, again, it's like the the lack of health care, meaning the, you know, you have an influx of client of patients going to the clinic and they spend five to 10 minutes and then the clinic is already over capacity. And so the, the wait time is two, three months. And so... I think, you know, these, these elderly, maybe they were thinking, you know, we're just a burden, you know, why even no one cares. Right. And so that, that emotional attachment to that, that thought is probably what caused them to do that. And that's very sad, you know, because customer service to me is huge. Um, I, I love asking my clients how they're feeling, making sure that, um, they do feel like they're the only client of ours. And I think in healthcare, it should be like that too, because it could be your grandparent. Yeah. And that, that hurts me a lot. Um, so what is the remedy to it then? To what? To that, like the healthcare system, like how do we mm-hmm. combat the healthcare system? Like, since it's so huge, like they have a hold on everybody, like yeah. for them to like switch over to like direct primary care, mm-hmm. like that's a huge shift. Yeah. Like what, what, what does that look like on your end? Like from, from the healthcare aspect, like you're in the industry, what do people's mentalities need to be to be able to switch over? Like, all right, this is preventative now. Mm-hmm. So I think being an entrepreneur for three years, the way you can reach people on a mass level is through a very effective system. How's our system? You know, is our wait time 20 minutes? And then, you know, how are our patients? What's the intake? How are we um, triaging these patients, right? And so I think an effective system um, in the clinic could be a um, a solution to reaching more people. Affordable care, also. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people are retired and they're sick, and so they can't afford it. But I think if you create a really good system, you can target more people more effectively. Yeah, and I that, completely that's, agree. That's huge. Well, we are going to finish off the podcast, and I'm about done over here with my ivy drip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything you can, else you, you, can want? Put your, you want to put your hand down? Yeah, I do. Yeah, be faster. There you so go. anything else that you want to share before we finish off the podcast? Um, yeah, so some people ask me, well, um, can anyone get this? The answer is no. Um, there's some people that have end organ failure. You know, people that are in dialysis cannot get fluids because they're not able to retain fluids because they're having a problem with filtration. So, you know, heart failure patients as well cannot get this because we don't want to overload them with fluids. They're their heart isn't able to pump out blood. And so if we give them more fluid, um, it'll stay and it'll cause them to be short of breath. And we don't want that. But again, it's, it's, you know, busy professionals love our service athletes. Um, 
women that are all about anti-aging. We have a lot of ingredients for skin, um, for feeling just better mood. A lot of people report they feel happier with vitamins. Um, there's a myth that people say, oh, well, it actually increases my appetite. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It causes me to gain weight, vitamins do, and that, that's a myth. What happens is that vitamins trigger your happy hormones. And so, you know, you, you kind of, you have better appetite. And some people get this because, you know, their grandmother is not having appetite, and so we infuse it, and then she has a really good meal, she has rest, and then she's able to reset and feel better. Um, so vitamins are, are very beneficial in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And like I always say, hey, just try it once and see if you love it, and yeah. the rest is history, right? Awesome. Well, I cannot wait until my workout tomorrow because I do want to lift heavier. <laughs> Yes, and, and if people want to try this out for the first time and you want a discount, message us. We're more than happy to to share this with y'all. It's 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 life changing. You know, looking back three years, it, it just it warms my heart knowing and when I see the reviews and people call, people email us and they give very good reviews and, and that's what it's about. It's about the experience that we offer and making sure that our clients are happy. And you have something also that you're purpose driven. Like a lot of people aren't purpose driven. I feel like you have you have a a part in your life where you're, this is what I'm gonna do now with the rest of my life. Is it, am I on the right track? Yes. Awesome. Where did you get that from? Helping people. Um, where did I get that from? Um, I don't know. Ever since I was little, I my my dad owned a hunting and fishing lodge, and so some birds would be injured, and I would just I would go and nurse them, and I I've always had this healing mindset. Um, I guess sometimes just God gives you gifts, right? And you find out later what your gifts are, your calling, and making people feel better is a passion of mine. And that's why it was very hard for me to stay in traditional medicine where I felt limited. Um, my, what I wanted to pour out was I felt limited. And so this this gives me a channel to reach more people through my community. Um, I am thinking about different programs and, and kind of seeing where you know, like you say, there's, you know, there's big problems in the valley. What are we doing to get there? But it takes a village. Yeah. It takes for all of us to come together and find a solution for, for those. And if you're listening or, or watching this video, um, there is a solution to whatever you're going through. Um, number one is God. God is, is a big part of my life. And I, I, I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Um, and number two, it's that decision, the decision to make a change. And so message a provider, you know, functional medicine is huge. I know a lot of providers here also do that. So um, find your tribe, find someone that's going to monitor your health, um, gives you that accountability and helps you, helps you fight through, through what's holding you back to living your best life. Awesome. Victoria, I appreciate you coming down to the sesh. Thank you for having me. See you all next time. Bye. Bye.